relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. If you like America first, then check out our separate podcast, The Battle for 1600, with my former White House colleague, Boris Epstein. Every week, we give you the inside, in-depth analysis of what's really going on. The Battle for 1600. Subscribe today. A Democrat in the White House, a split Senate, Nancy Pelosi holding the House hostage. What do we do now? The only thing we can fight. This is Rebuilding the Right, presented by the Salem Radio Network, hosted by Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Welcome, friends, to a very, very special edition of Rebuilding the Right here on the Salem Radio Network with a man who, he admitted to me, he doesn't take umbrage at me referring to him as my rabbi. The great, the one and only, the founder of PragerU, my mentor, Dennis Prager. Welcome to Rebuilding the Right. You know, it's it's actually interesting that it would occur to anyone that I would take umbrage. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to figure out why I might. I'm trying to be culturally sensitive. Is <laughs> no, that no, what I know. Yes. To us every day. Be, don't appropriate another's culture. As a cradle Catholic, I don't want to insult the man who is the, the, the modern uh, exegete of the Old Testament, the man who wrote the rational Bible. So I'm just being overly cautious, I think. Right. That is correct. You're being entirely honest. <laughs> and the... This whole thing, by the way, uh, Sebastian, of appropriation of culture, I can't think of anything more beautiful. What, why, what is wrong with that? What, why is it, isn't it a beautiful thing that I take from your culture and you take from mine? Uh, I, I, it's, it's, everything the left does is dishonest, but some of it is not only dishonest, it's stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. Why is it not a good thing? I mean, if if I do, if I make a better pizza and I am from Mexico, why is that a bad thing? If you if you can make a better gefilte fish, <laughs> by the way, do you know that uh, Condé Nast uh, uh, they they have a uh, a magazine, a big one about the food, and they actually. I don't know if you know this. This will blow your mind. So the, on the Jewish holiday of Purim, uh, uh, one of the traditional foods uh, called Haman's ears, hamantaschen, is a fruit-filled pastry, which is, except for the jam, is dis- disgusting, actually. <laughs> but, but it doesn't matter. So actually, you, this will blow your mind. Some, some non-Jew... Uh, wrote years ago, I, I think I can improve on the hamantaschen and make a really yummy one, <laughs> and was condemned for it. By who? By, by who? By, by, by Condé Nast. 
Oh, my gosh. Well, you've made my assistant producer very happy. Uh, Eric Lindrum, who loves Italian food, is now uh, reinvigorated in his love for another culture. Uh, before we get to the heavy, heavy meat of uh, rebuilding the riot, I just have to ask you, how's that cigar lighter working that I gave you in California? Well, you are cheating. You know that. I am. Yes, because I told you right before we went on the <laughs> He's air. giving it away. He's giving yes, away the I, inside workings. Want, I want everybody to know he has not been preoccupied <laughs> with how this lighter that he bought me two years ago. Uh, where was it? In, in, in it was the, It was the cigar bar you found us. Uh, yes, of course. You, you have, I think you have a special GPS oh, I, that only kidding? locates cigar bars. My, every car I rent <laughs> immediately goes to a cigar lounge. It doesn't matter what city. Even if they're closed, it goes there. Anyway, you bought me uh, a, a lighter, which is very sweet. I love lighters almost as much as cigars. And to my <laughs> amazement, that not terribly expensive but not cheap lighter is one of my favorite. But do you remember the young black man who served Yo, us that? do I remember? Roderick. The guy was, Roderick. He was a big fan. And I, I actually, if he's, if he's listening, he's still invited onto the show. All right. Do you heard it here first? We're waiting for you, Roderick. You remember Dennis and myself sitting there. Wait, in the how arms. do you remember his name was Roderick? That's very Because it was so unusual. I haven't, I haven't met many black young Americans called Roderick. Have you? Wait, have you met many young white Americans named Roderick? This is true. <laughs> I, this is true. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get down to work. Um, I have to start with this because... I've just written a big piece, it'll be out soon, on the year of COVID. And you are the person I quote at the opening of the piece, um, saying you are, you are one of the brave few who very early on, after you did your homework, said that this is perhaps the biggest mistake of Western civilization, at least when it comes to a world, 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 actually, world, world history, world history, when it comes yes. to a policy decision, right? Yeah. How much of this is is an apolitical decision, or should conservatives be extra, extra um, self-critical of the fact that we gave in to the quote-unquote experts and we gave in to the bureaucrats, Dennis? It's a very, very sad thing that there was no difference between conserv Boris Johnson, yeah. Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, Donald Trump, uh, although his instinct was against it, it was clear, but he, 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 was, he was crucified more than, more than normally at any thought of not having a lockdown. Uh, and, and, and liberal Sweden was the one exception. I, who would have... Oh, yes, a conservative, again, Modi in India. The conservatives were as uh, intimidated by uh, the left-wing, or or forget left-wing, the scientists who wanted lockdown as, as people on the left were. And uh, this is a tragedy uh, that... Uh, the, the suffering of humanity because of a... Uh, of an illness that only affected, almost only affected people of a certain age with comorbidity and which could have been prevented in the vast majority of cases by dosages of vitamin D, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and ivermectin. 
I believe, as uh, the epidemiologist who was on my show said, 300,000 people would have been saved had they been taking this from the beginning. And the idea, the idea that those in California and elsewhere, so I caught COVID, my doctor put me on hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, I had the, the mildest of mild flu symptoms, no headache, no nothing, back to work as soon as possible. The idea that there were governors, all the way from governors to pharmacists, Dennis, who refused to allow the use mm-hmm. of this incredibly safe proven drug uh, that is that is beyond the pale it's hard to have ever thought that possible in a free nation well i i've written one of my columns this uh, past year has been on the corruption of the medical profession uh, because everything the left touches it corrupts and the medical profession uh, is one of them so doctors are hesitant to prescribe hydroxychloroquine which is one of the safest drugs known to humanity, taken by hundreds of millions of people for the last half century. But the American uh, various medical associations are okay uh, with girls at, at 16 getting mastectomies if they say they're boys. Yeah. Uh, we spent uh, a whole uh, segment on the show already on uh, Asa Hutchinson's decision to veto that oh. uh, legislation. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I really am no, sorry to ahead. interrupt you. I, I just have to tell you, I watched that interview with Tucker Carlson. Either the man, and, I, and you know I never engage in this, either he's a dummy, which is possible, and that's to his, in his defense, or he is completely disingenuous. He said that the reason he vetoed the bill was that he doesn't want the government to get uh, between a patient and a doctor. But he began by saying if it was only about banning uh, uh, the um, uh, uh, chemical castration, he would have not vetoed it. Well, wait a minute. Then you are for getting between a patient, the government getting between a patient and a doctor. He said the exact opposite in the first two minutes of what he opened up by saying. He is for the government getting between patients and and doctors. Uh, uh, Wait a minute. And as Tucker Carlson said, wait a minute. So in Arkansas, you can chemically castrate a teenager who says that he or she is of the other sex, but they cannot get a tattoo. (laughs) Is that correct? They cannot get a cigarette. Um, I just asked the, the great rabbi, why does it have to be either or? Why can't he be disingenuous and a fool as well? <laughs> uh, we are talking to the creator of Prager University, PragerU.com. Support it today. It's one of the few, one of the handful of institutions fighting the insanity, the modern fascism that is political correctness, biblical exegete par excellence. Conductor, what else can I say? Check out The Rational Bible. Follow him at Dennis Prager on Twitter. We are rebuilding the right. With me, Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to President Trump, host of America First, here on the Salem Radio Network. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, don't you dare touch that dial.
is un-American. It's time to rebuild the right. Here is your host, Dr. Sebastian Gorka. There's a phrase in the business, save it for the radio. And Dennis gave me my marching orders that I've got to say here. We're going to talk about rebuilding the right, but first thing first, cigar cuts. Three methods. There's only one right one as far as I'm concerned. Dennis Prager. How do you cut your cigars? So let me just explain for the 99.9% of our uh, listeners and viewers who have never smoked a cigar, there are three ways of cutting open a cigar at the top of the cigar because it's sealed with the wrapper. One is a complete cut called guillotine. The, the whole top is removed. Very, you know, very obviously a very fine sliver. The Another one is a, a hole is made and... They have special... Punch. Punch. Yeah, punch. That's it. A puncher. And the third is a V-cut where it's uh, it's hard to describe, but it's uh, you you place the the cigar in a hole and then you move this cutter across and it makes a deep V-cut into the cigar. I have been smoking for as long as Sebastian Gorka is living. (laughs) And uh, I uh, will... In this instance only, invoke seniority and tell him he's wrong. A V-cut is tastier, and I'll tell you even why. I experimented with it just yesterday again. I did a guillotine on the same exact cigar. I did one cigar V and one cigar that. The V-cut goes deeper into the cigar, so you get more flavor from from it. And that is my case. I will only respond thusly that we at least can agree that the bullet is useless. The punch. The I punch know cut. what you... Uh, uh, look. There's not enough of a draw, Dennis. It's a fact. It's, I've read it in Deuteronomy. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> it's not enough of a draw on the punch cut. I, I like a punch, too, but I, I like the V the most. All right. Well, look. As they say in the UK, horses for courses. Uh, let's continue with our discussion of uh, matters political and uh, what it means to rebuild the right after the last election. There is every single day we cannot, cannot but discuss the self-imposed crisis. That, that I think uh, Jim Jordan called it the chaos that is occurring at the southern border with over 110 illegal aliens uh, apprehended in just the last month, more than 500 quote-unquote, unaccompanied minors every single day. Uh, Dennis, is this, let me ask you, uh, is is this potentially the Sputnik moment, the wake-up call for Americans who don't see themselves as political and who may have thought, well, that nice old duffer Biden, he'll be fine as president. Could this, could this, could these appalling images help us reestablish order and yes uh, they they could if americans see it but yeah. they're not going to see it in the new york times or, or on cnn so the question is will they see these images and will they read the truth the the, the you will appreciate this coming from a communist country originally and and i know communist countries very well as you know that was my field of study and i spent a lot of time there I was shocked in the last few years. I really was. I never thought that the media in a free country could brainwash as effectively 
as the media in a totalitarian state, I turned out to be wrong. So uh, what can I tell you? You would be, your question would be completely legitimate if people were aware of what is happening at the border as opposed to what they are told or even more effectively not told. Look, you know, uh, the Biden administration does not allow photographs to be taken. But but we see Democrat congressmen leaking footage from the def- detention facilities. Isn't that indicative of some uh, yes, lack of is. peace and harmony on the left? That's right. But uh, they, the intimidating ability of the left, e- including on the Democratic or especially on the Democratic Party, should never be forgotten. Uh, uh, everything from Coca-Cola to Delta, all of this is about protection money. It's a racket. Yeah. The left runs a racket. You you do what we want, we will allow you to continue doing business. You don't do what we want, we will shut you down. That is exactly how the mafia ran things in New York. And isn't it, as somebody who traveled the Soviet Union, the Eastern Bloc, isn't there even a, 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 a qualitative degradation that what we witness here with the legacy media it's it's worse than Pravda, Vestia, TAS because these are private enterprise entities that are doing it willing, are doing the propaganda bidding without any pressure of incarceration or anything else, Dennis It's a very fine point I say frequently and I, I, I studied Russian solely to be able to read Pravda uh, every day, and I did. And uh, I am stunned at what has happened to the so-called free press in this country. And I say, as I was saying, every day, or not every day, but I think this every day, and I've said it often, the New York Times is to the Democratic Party what Pravda was to the Communist Party. But your point is excellent. One had no choice the other does. And are you seeing any signs that there is an adequate conservative response in terms of media coverage? I think Salem Radio, I think Talk Radio is still our lifeline, but are we seeing enough of a, a similar pushback on other media? Yes, uh, but people don't have the same access. I I have said again, Oh, as well this, and and it's worth noting now, if we lose America, no one will ever be able to say it was for a lack of superb writing and speaking against the loss of America. There are so many fine books, so many fine media sites, uh, and, and, and for that matter, so many fine talk shows. And I include ours, if that's immodest, so be it, uh, that are available to people. But if you are still a believer that you get the truth from CNN and the New York Times, there's, it doesn't matter. If God himself said, listen to talk radio, it wouldn't matter. 
Well, at least we have Salem Radio, and starting this Sunday, I can't believe we're an hour and a half into my show, and I haven't mentioned it yet, we have a new TV show. It's called Gawker's Reality Check, Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern on Newsmax, and 10 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. And even if your cable provider doesn't include Newsmax, you can download the app and watch all their programming for free on your portable device. Do it today. We are talking to the founder of Prager University, the author of The Rational Bible. Follow him right now at Dennis Prager. This is Rebuilding the Right with me, Sebastian Gorka, live streaming on YouTube, available wherever you get your podcasts. Stay on this channel. Do you ever feel the urge to push back against the leftist mainstream media narrative of cops being your enemy? If you know and love an officer, or just in general support our American law enforcement as an institution, you've probably had that sentiment bubble up inside of you. I want to share with you a very special and very stylish new way to show that you have the back of the police. Egard Watch's CEO, Ilan, is an unapologetic supporter of police and is taking a very strong stance amidst this defund police movement to speak out against negative rhetoric. He designed a commemorative police watch that is beautiful. I noticed special details like the engraving and the quote on the back. Ilan shared with me that in consulting with officers on the watch design, they asked him for an image of St. Michael on the piece. Egard Watches gives away 15% of all sales from this model to police charities. They back up their talk with action. If you haven't seen their Speak Truth short film on this topic, it's a must-watch, and you can currently find it on the Egard website, despite YouTube trying to restrict your ability to view it. Remember... To apply this podcast's unique promo code, G-O-R-K-A, to your police watch order so you can save over $30 at checkout. Visit EGARDwatches.com to make your order. It's time we support companies that stand up for what we believe in, and Egard is a company I am proud to recommend. Nazis are not welcome here and don't come back without a warrant. Incredible footage of Pastor Artur Pavlovsky from Calgary shooing the police and the health inspectors out of his church on Good Friday, saying, don't you dare come in here. We need more pastors like Pastor Artur. Uh, our special guest on Rebuilding the Right is Dennis Prager, a man who built his career by traveling the communist world before the fall of the Iron Curtain. Dennis, um, w- w- 
Why is anybody surprised that it takes a Polish bistro owner in America to say you're not shutting down my restaurant who's in prison for it and a Pole in Calgary to say how dare you close down my church on Good Friday? Why is it the immigrants, Dennis, from communist countries who are standing up to the COVID uh, oppression? You will love my response. About uh, this summer, three years ago, I gave uh, lectures in Romania in Bucharest and Cluj, and it was they're packed houses. I was so touched because of uh, basically PragerU, and they had translated uh, one of my books on the Ten Commandments into Romanian and mostly young people. And the issue arose of Western Europe and Eastern Europe. And I looked at them and I said, you have to get this notion out of your mind that Western Europe is the leader in Western civilization. If the West is saved, Eastern Europe will save it. And they, I I read faces after 50 years of lecturing, you read faces, and it was both surprise an extraordinary delight that a Westerner had come and said, you will save the West. By the way, I'll go further. I believe Africa will save Christianity. Yes. So uh, this is not surprising to me that these are poets who are used to, uh, he should have said, instead of Nazis, he should have said communists. Because that's what that's what he experienced was was obviously a communism. I don't think he was old enough to have lived through World War II. So, uh, yes, I think that it is makes perfect sense. Eastern Europeans may well save the West because the West has no interest in saving itself. Oxford University. You mentioned that I was a conductor, so I have, of course, tremendous interest in classical music, and I'm involved in it. Oxford University just announced the music department that musical annotation, in other words, writing notes on a staff, is is colonialist, and that the that classical music is white supremacist. This is the music department of Oxford. There is a desire to destroy the West in Western Europe, the United States, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. So, by the way, it's not surprising to me that that happened in Canada. Canada is actually more uh, uh, fascist than the United States at this time. Just ask Jordan Peterson, correct? That's right. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, as, As one Catholic priest, and I don't think it was he who came up with this, but explained it to me, once we had traveled extensively and I'd lived in post-communist uh, Central Europe for more than a decade, uh, if, if Europe is saved, it will not be saved by those in Western Europe. It will be saved by the blood of the mar- martyrs in Central and Eastern Europe. And he doesn't mean the church fathers. He doesn't mean ancient history. He means the blood of those who fought and sacrificed under the oppression of communism, who survived and who today are resisting the oppression that comes in the guise of neoliberal or global forces, whichever you wish to call it. We are talking to the man who, has, if I'm allowed to say this, has just finished 
his latest volume of the Rational Bible, Deuteronomy. You have to check out the previous volumes. Follow this man at Dennis Prager. Listen to his show and please support Prager University. We are rebuilding the right with you, our dear listeners, here on the Salem Radio Network. I'm Sebastian Gorka. The sounds from the handheld video footage of the moment, very distinguished man, a legal immigrant to the United States, Mohammed Anwar, was murdered in the midst of a carjacking incident not far from this studio in the nation's capital by two black teenage girls who used a taser to steal his vehicle, a vehicle that was his livelihood as an Uber Eats delivery uh, driver and a vehicle he was unprepared to surrender. This week, we find out just a few days later that both young women will not go to prison, that none of them will go beyond the age of 21 to any kind of prison facility. And I have to ask my my guest here, my colleague, my mentor, Dennis Prager, this isn't just a a, a very tactical uh, um, incident, a a, a one-off outlier. I see that video, the motivations, the behavior of the girls who, as the man is dying on the sidewalk, scream, but my phone's still in the car, I need my phone. And then the response from the authorities as a diagnosis of our problems in America. Is that hyperbole, Dennis? Not in the least. You realize that prosecutors in Washington have kept people who did nothing, nothing to anyone on January 6th in the Capitol. They're still in prison still in prison, some might be for years, these girls murdered a man, and they will not spend a day in prison. And the reason is they are black, and uh, the January 6th people were white. That is the only reason. The contempt for blacks, see, there's a hatred of whites, but it is better to be hated than to be held in contempt. Liberals hold blacks in contempt. They don't hold whites in contempt. They hate whites for being so successful. That's not the same as contempt. It's the opposite. The notion is blacks do not rise to the level of being worthy of being held to the same standards. Not in math, not in science, not in uh, moral behavior, in nothing. We will, instead of elevating all people to high standards, we will lower standards to black people. And blacks look at the left, for the most part, as liberators, the people who have the contempt for them. We don't give a damn if you're black. 
Okay, let me announce this again. Conservatives don't give a damn if you're black or you're white or you're any other color. We don't give a damn. I consider uh, skin color as important as eye color and shoe color. Okay, and you know why? Because I was raised a liberal. And I was raised a religious Jew, and therefore I was raised to believe God doesn't give a damn about color, neither do I. The left is preoccupied with color, and you vote left. So what is the answer? We are here as conservatives on a conservative radio platform. This is not a problem. That footage, that audio, is not a problem that can be solved by politics, is it, Dennis? Well, it, it, it can only be uh, solved by values. That, yes. That's what you're implying, of course. That's, that's why you do your work and I do my work. That's, we, but, but, but is it the churches? Is it the pastors? Is it the priests? Well, Where they, is the they, locus of change well, here? Okay. Well, that is one locus of change. And uh, to be honest, uh, neither the synagogue nor the church has been particularly effective in this regard because most good people don't fight. Yeah. I, I have a saying whenever I do fundraising for PragerU, so there are three types of good people. Those who fight, those who help the fighters, and those who do, do nothing. nothing. Yeah. And those who do nothing is the largest group. By the way, helping fighters is just as good as fighting. And one way to help fighters, I, I always admit, uh, not admit, I always state, is to patronize the advertisers of talk radio. Uh, without talk radio, the country w- would effectively be lost. And so I, I just just want to throw that idea out. But they have not fought. M- mo- most pastors are great guys. Most rabbis uh, are certainly the traditional ones, like the traditional pastors, terrific people. Uh, but they're not fighters. Some are. Some are. Jack Hibbs is a fighter, uh, just to mention one name from, from out here. Uh, and, and, and there are others in Thousand Oaks and elsewhere uh, out here in California. Uh, and these are, these are magnificent human beings. But the, the average uh, priest, rabbi, and minister is not a fighter. Do you think, uh, I, I asked this about the border, I, I think on the long term, the real wake up for those who haven't fought or who aren't supporting the fighters could be the extreme transgender agenda of the left. Could that be the trigger in a good way, Dennis? It's a very tough question. Again, it's never, it's never properly or meaning honestly presented to the American people. Yeah. Only when it comes home, when all of a sudden you realize your daughter is losing in a track, uh, in, you know, in, in running races, she is losing to biological males and all her life's extracurricular work in making herself into a wonderful athlete is for naught because biological males have competed against her, like in Connecticut, where every record in high school record but one is owned by bio. All female records are held by biological males. Yeah. And, and liberals and feminists, notice feminists have not done a thing for women on this. I've said this my whole life. Feminism uses women like the Bolsheviks used workers and the left uses blacks. All to- groups are used. They are, they are used and they are utterly disposable. 
for the political end states of the individuals who exploit them. We're talking to my good friend, mentor, co-host, Dennis Prager of the Dennis Prager Show, Prager University, and the Rational Bible. Follow him at Dennis Prager. This is Rebuilding the Right, coming to you for my part from the ReliefFactor.com studio. They might have the White House, but we have the radio waves. This is Rebuilding the Right on the Salem Radio Network. And we have the radio waves. You heard, Dennis, because of people like Mike Lindell, that great American patriot, that truth teller. Please support him. 24 corporations are boycotting his MyPillow products. Go straight to the website. Send a message to the fascistic cancel culture left. Order today. Use my name for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com. Promo code Gorka. Call 800-829-8468. That's 800-829-8468, mypillow.com. We've just got two minutes left with you, Dennis. Uh, (laughs) I'm not trying to be facetious. I I really want this message to go out and far and wide to our millions of listeners. I know you're a man who's sold 170,000 copies of your biblical uh, exegesis. Why is the Bible so important, Dennis? The Bible is important because it is the foundation of the Western world. There would be no West without it. So every uh, human right that emanated from the West, women's rights, the rights of all of minorities, uh, this, none, none of this would have been possible without the Bible. But the other reason is this. You cannot be a good person without wisdom. Good intentions are worthless, completely worthless. The vast majority of evil has been done by people with good intentions. So uh, without wisdom, there is no chance of being good or making a good society. And there is no book that has the wisdom of the Bible. Nothing. There's nothing that comes close. Shakespeare comes close, and and that's, that's about it. Uh, but uh, it's much easier to, to decipher the wisdom of, of the Bible than that of uh, King Lear, for example, which is magnificent, obviously. So that's why I've devoted my life and now to to writing the Rational Bible. And if people read the reviews on Amazon, there are thousands of reviews. Uh, you will read about people who uh, thought God and the Bible were nonsense, but out of respect for me, because they know me from the radio, from other issues, they decided to read it or someone advocated it, and it turned them around because I only use reason to make the case. So I, I really do hope uh, people will read the Rational Bible. Uh, it, it's the project of my life, and it should be the project of everyone's life. Wisdom is the most important thing in the world. The, the left, not all leftists have bad intentions. Many have good intentions. They're ruining this country, not because of their intentions, but because they lack wisdom. What a wonderful close. I wish we could continue for hours. Make the Bible your project and start with not just the good book, but with the explanations in the rational Bible from Dennis Prager. 
I'm Sebastian Gorka. You've been listening to Rebuilding the Right on the Salem Radio Network. Next are West Coast Warrior Princess Jennifer Horn and Army Horowitz. Stay on this channel.